now betting for the sports animal your afternoon drive number two men on van nunley and fred slow and in the on deck circle amory castillo this is two men on with van nunley and fred slow Back on the program, it's 5 o'clock. You know what that means. We're drinking with New Mexico's vodka. Tell her vodka. Yeah, baby. Here at ABQX, don't come down today. They got a private party. Come down tomorrow. I'll tell you what. If you come down tomorrow, All right. mention the boys. That's us. Seven fifty off Yep. per person, per lane, per hour. Let's go. That's They're just giving away Let's axe throwing is what they're doing. Go buy ABQ Dukes. Get the new Mike Piazza pack. <gasps> That's a good idea. That's a good idea. It's a really good idea. Come to ABQ Axe after that. Mm-hmm. Throw axes. Definitely do that. In your Mike Piazza Albuquerque Dukes jersey. Voila. Send an email to Mike Piazza. Effort and get him on the show. It's 50-50 right now. That'd be a good get. Mike Piazza. He's got some stories. <sighs> yeah. Super sweet stories. NFL preview. You start with the AFC East. I can dig it. All right. At the top, Bills tied with the Jets at the top. Ooh. Wait, okay. this is your Both prediction? Go 11 and 6. Yeah, I'm giving you my prediction. Okay. I got the Bills and the Jets tied at the top, and I got the Patriots and the Dolphins eating a bunch of losses. That's my prediction. Give me the Bills and the Jets to get like 13 or 14 wins apiece. I'm oh, with you on wins? that one. I think Josh Allen. Well, uh, wanna, we, don't, we don't have to. How do you want to I'm doing winners and wild cards. Welcome to the show. I mean, Amory, you've been thinking about this for six months. I, just I also this recorded yesterday. like three hours this morning on it. So, <laughs> Did you know the Dolphins are in the AFC East? That was my whole take. What? Josh Allen is the truth. The Buffalo Bills will cruise to the East title. The Jets... And uh, we're going to be a win or two behind them. The Jets will make the playoffs. Miami right on the cusp. I don't see Tua playing a whole year. No. If Tua's not there, they lose every single game that he's not in the lineup. So I think Miami falls a little bit short. Give me Buffalo winning the East and the Jets making the playoffs. Patriots outside looking in. Patriots and last. Yep. Yeah. Hey, Marie. Mac okay. Jones is not Because good. I am the gambler of this show. Uh, huh? Uh, I just want to let you know that the Buffalo Bills are at plus 120 to win. And I'm with you guys. I think the Buffalo Bills are going to win the division. I think people forgot about them. Stop talking sure. about them. You know, I, I know the offseason drama with Diggs and Josh Allen's a simp and everything. No, I think they're still the Bills and they have this small window to win a division <laughs> and go far. What? I called him a simp. You're funny. Yeah, um, just, I mean, there's a lot of. And then the New York Jets are at plus 250. The Miami Dolphins are at plus, plus 290, which I like the Dolphins. And uh, the New England Patriots at plus 800. The New England Patriots have the toughest schedule in the NFL this year, by the way. Just to let you know if you didn't know and yeah. if you care. And they got the toughest road to hoe with that <laughs> super average quarterback. But I'm going with the Buffalo Incredibly Bills. Bad. I like. I don't think the Jets will beat the Buffalo Bills for the division. Smith-Schuster is not that good. Here's the thing. The Jets and the Bills will tie at their record. I promise you that. 
I don't know. Does it go to points after that? What's like the tiebreaker? Head to head? So let's say they split. Then it goes to points. The Jets will score more points than the Bills because they have Aaron Rodgers. So I'm going to take the Jets in first. Okay. That's a, that's very strong. Plus they're going to have the best defense since the 85 Bears. I heard, yeah. Or the, the 02 Ravens. Ooh. Or the 08 Seahawks? When was that? 12. The 12 Seahawks. The, 12, the Legion the, of Boom. The Legion of Boom Seahawks. Yeah, also yeah. the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for one year with Jamie Duncan. So you're saying they're going right, to... AFC North. You, you, but okay. you say that they're going to tie within the their division wins? Because that's how you would pick yes. the tiebreaker. Yes. Hmm. Yeah, they'll be tied. Okay. They'll be tied in every single thing all the way down to wherever it gets to total points scored, and that's how they give it to the Jets. Hot take. Regular take. AFC North, in this order, Bengals, Ravens, Steelers, Browns. Browns don't win a game. <gasps> okay. No. Uh, the Cleveland Browns. The Cleveland Browns roster is way too good. Yeah. I no. see the both the Steelers and the Browns floating around 500 and missing the playoffs. I got Cincinnati winning the division, Baltimore going to the playoffs. If Lamar Jackson stays healthy all year, Baltimore's as good as anybody in the NFL. You took the words right out of my mouth, Van. It depends on if Joe Burrow, You're Lamar, Lamar Jackson stay healthy. It's, uh, whatever quarterback stays healthy, that's going to be the Ravens or Bengals. But the Bengals are plus 150 to win div- the division. division. Baltimore Ravens are plus 210. Cleveland Browns are plus 400. And the Pittsburgh Steelers are plus 470. For all you out there who care. All right. So- I, and for, for, my, for my money... I think, as a whole, the AFC North is the best division in football. All right, listen to you two AFC North apologists because it's not. What? Do all four of these teams finish above 500? Yes. Excellent chance. Yes, I think they all yes. do. Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh and Cleveland, both 9 and 8. It's never happened. Cincinnati and Baltimore, over 10 wins. That thing you just described is happening. Has never happened since the AFL-NFL merger in 1970. There's no way. No way. Cleveland, their roster is fantastic. They suck. And I think that they don't pervert suck. at quarterback. They have a pervert quarterback. Everyone's rooting against them, Me. but they're too talented to lose all of the games. Mm. They don't suck just because you, like, you, you dislike the quarterback off the field, exactly which all we, we all do. 100% where they suck. <laughs> Everything that I don't like sucks. Mm-hmm. That's correct. Yeah, that that's the way. That's the way the world works. The way, yep, that's the way the world works. Here, you know what I do? I tell it like it is. Mm. He's this that Fred Slow, victim of credit card fraud. That dude's a ah. straight shooter. Ah. Straight shooter. I forgot about all the turmoil I'm currently going through with credit card fraud. You're doing well hiding it. My life, it's Just shoving it down. Just been, shove it down. It's been turned upside down. Victim of Alejandro, Alejandro. <laughs> the AFC South has four teams. Three of them are the worst teams in football. Bad. Not counting the NFC because the NFC sucks except for three teams. The Titans will win this thing Ugh. because of attrition. No, 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 my friend. You are so wrong. All right. The new addition, Calvin Ridley, and friend of the show, Trevor Lawrence. Sunshine, if you will, yes, are going to be not only the winners of the AFC South, but the winners of the AFC. 
as I think the Jacksonville Jaguars will have not only the number one seed and the bye, they will represent the AFC in the Super Bowl this year. That's how high I am on Trevor Lawrence turning the corner, keeping the momentum that the Jaguars had in the second half of last year and storming through this absolute ringer of the AFC. Jacksonville Jaguar fan here. This year. Do you remember that Norm McDonald bit where he's broadcasting a football game and it's a Jacksonville Jaguars football game against the Tennessee Titans and Joe Burrow, not Joe Burrow, Mark Brunell gets the Hong Kong flu Uh and Norm McDonald's really worried about the cover because he bet on the game. Do you remember about it? Sure. Great great bit. It's an incredibly smart bet. That's the last time Jacksonville was relevant. Until this year, baby. (laughs) Sunshine and Calvin Ridley. An above-average defense, two good running backs. Oh, my God, this is Jacksonville's year, baby. They're going all the way to the Super Bowl. Lynn Swan was playing by Tim Meadows in that bit. Mm-hmm. It's really funny. Yes, very throw it, funny. Throw it down to the sideline to Lynn Swan, and it's Tim Meadows reporting on how Mark Brunell is puking up gray vile mm-hmm. into a trash can on the sideline. It's uh, just a really smart bit from 20 years ago the last time the jacksonville jaguars were relevant and in the mix to win the division jacksonville is not only winning the division they're winning the afc they're going all the way to the super bowl to lose to somebody that i'll tell you about next segment tennessee will be right around 500 and the colts and texans will be dumpster fires and they'll probably be drafting second and third they'll have one win apiece both against each other yep okay so um, sorry, there was someone really excited <laughs> that you're going to be talking to Coach G, first of all. Um, and oh, they were oh, talking about their excitement about the Lobos and had a lot of questions about tickets and whatnot. So um, I'm back. Oh, AFC South, really, but they're very excited for Coach authority. G at 530. Okay, let me guess. Yeah. Are we on the AFC South? You both were talking. Uh, I'm guessing, assume that you both picked Jacksonville Jaguars. We were. We were recapping the 1998 Ridiculous <laughs> album where Norm Macdonald oh, ran a stand-up routine. Yes, R.I.P. on the Jacksonville Jaguars and Mark Brunell, the then quarterback, having the Hong Kong flu mm. and how the broadcasters had bet against each other for the final outcome. Oh, nice. I'm sorry I missed that. And Fred Fred picked Tennessee. Oh, they're plus 310. Just because he's got... Derek Henry on all of his fantasy teams. That's why. Uh, except, For no logical real reason. Uh, well, the Just ten- selfish reasons. Okay, but the Tennessee Times are plus 310, so you should go put some money on that, Fred. Uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars are minus 155. The Indianapolis Colts are plus 550. And the Houston Texans are plus 1,000. I think we all Texans know Texans might happen. not win a game. Do the Texans mm. play the Cardinals? That's actually it. <laughs> They're going to win two games. They'll, be, they'll beat the Cardinals, and they'll beat the Colts, and they'll be drafting second. For our friend of the show, don't forget the Lobo fans, you purchase any ticket to the final five home games, and you can get into the Tennessee Tech for half off. Ooh. Yeah, go do that at LoboTickets.com. All right, go ahead, Amory. Oh, my God. Yeah, they play the Cardinals November 19th. That's a win. Okay, so there you right, go. So get two There's wins. their dub. One against Indy? No, nah, they're – Everything else is pro Caleb Williamson, just not a chance. 
Uh, and then they play, obviously, Indy twice. And then other than that, they play the NFC South. You can't. You don't see them winning against the NFC South? Yeah. Okay, those are pretty bad, too. All right, so maybe they both get four wins. The point is they're both terrible. Well, they're yeah. awful. Yeah. They're both yeah. awful, awful football teams. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, All right, who you got, Amory? Uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Smart. Is that a typo? Did you mean to say Titans? Uh, no, I don't think that uh, Tennessee Titans are going to win the division. I think the Jacksonville Jaguars. Or go to the playoffs. We are unknown of the Tennessee Wrapping Titans up. quarterback situation, and I think the Jacksonville Jaguars are going to make the playoffs and win the division. There we go. All right, don't hit it. Not a girl. Wrapping it up with the AFC West, I believe this will be maybe the most entertaining division in football. I really like the Chiefs. I really like the Chargers. I don't think the Chargers will win games this year. This is going to be the ultimate setback season for Justin Herbert. Don't believe he will produce. I believe Austin Eckler is very upset. I do not at all think that the wide receivers are worth a scuff. I got the Chargers finishing a distant second because the Broncos and Raiders suck. The Chiefs will win this thing, um, and they might not lose a game. Um, the Chiefs have this guy named Patrick Mahomes. Travis Kelsey. Pretty good. They'll eventually have Travis Kelsey. They'll eventually have uh, Chris Jones. But uh, I have the Chargers nipping at their heels all year. Brandon Staley And the sucks. Chargers make the playoffs. Yes, that's very correct. He's okay. one of the worst coaches in the history of the world. But here's the thing. The Chargers are so damn talented top to bottom. They're going to be fantastic. Not as good as the Chiefs. I got the Chiefs winning the West. The Chargers going to the playoffs. Denver improving, falling a little short, and the Raiders exist. The Chargers, the last time I saw them play football, blew a 27-0 lead. A. Marie, who do you got in the West? Uh, obviously the Kansas City Chiefs, which they are favored at minus 180. The Los Angeles Chargers at plus 300. The Denver Broncos at plus 600. And the Raiders are plus 1,700. Yeah, they're bad. They're bad. They're bad. Uh, they got one guy. I, I know they got you. One dude. I know you briefly said that the, you think the Los Angeles Chargers, like Justin Herbert's going to produce. I think that's not true, uh, but I don't think anyone's beating the Chiefs. And I think the Chargers make the playoffs again, except for the except for the Jaguars in the playoffs. They got the best coach. They got the best quarterback. They got the best tight end. The problem with the Chiefs is one guy, Kadarius Tony. Does not know how to stay healthy. Cannot play it football. It doesn't matter on the Chiefs. They have Could endless they... weapons, and Andy Reid just turns anyone, I yeah. don't know, into everyone. I'll tell you what, watch out, world. If you didn't take this kid in your fantasy draft, the best wide receiver in the second half of the year is going to be young Rishi Rice. I have him. For the Chiefs. He okay. is a absolute stud, and Patrick Mahomes has the most giant raging heart boner for this kid, too. He's going to get fed the ball a lot once he gets the, the offense underneath him. Two of the NFC divisions when we get back. Then Danny Gonzalez sandwiched in between of us wrapping up here in the 5 o'clock hour before Sean joins us. It's two men on here on the Sports Animal. You're familiar with the Sports Animal because Thursday night football right here on the Sports mm-hmm. Animal. Sunday afternoon, football right here on the Sports Animal. Monday? Monday mm-hmm. night? You know we got football here on the Sports Animal. Mm-hmm. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The what? The sports animal. That's what it is. Continuing our NFL breakdown here at ABQX. Let's go. 
Got through the AFC. We haven't put them into the playoffs yet. Let's do that before we go to the NFC, guys. Okay. So we, I have coming out of the AFC, I believe you guys will agree completely with this, Bills, Jets, Bengals, Ravens, Steelers. You got the Steelers in there too, huh? Titans, Chiefs. I think that's the way I see okay, it. Okay, you got Steelers instead of the Chargers. Yes. And you got Tennessee instead of Jacksonville. Yes. I got Jacksonville as the number one seed Oh, in the AFC. Because they're going to beat up on the division. Buffalo, Cincinnati, again Buffalo. Jacksonville, Kansas City. Those are my division winners. Wild cards being Jets, Ravens, and Chargers. Okay. Who do you got coming out of it? No hot takes here. These are the boring, smart picks. Yeah. <laughs> hey, sometimes boring and simple is good. Uh, obviously, obviously, the Jets will represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. Amory, what do you think about that? But no, absolutely not. That's not happening. They are <laughs> not get getting through. That's there a, is hard, a, hard no. That's a, that is a hard no. I. Uh, the Kansas, I believe that the Kansas State Chiefs are going back to the Super Bowl. Okay, all right. Uh, but we were. I thought we were going to. I'm so sorry. Uh, but I'm with you, Van. I think the Kansas City Chiefs and the Chargers, the Jacksonville Jaguars, the Bengals, and the Ravens, the Bill. How many? Buffalo Bills, the New York Jets. That's seven. One, two, three, four. Yep. You got it. That's seven. That's seven. Why Marie counts on air. Friend of the show. Friend of the show. Sebastian says, "I hope you." I hope these picks are as accurate as Fred's Major League Baseball predictions in which he predicted the Atlanta Braves to miss the playoffs and the Cardinals to win the Central. Yes, I do recall that. Ah. The uh, the Atlanta Braves, I didn't want to anoint one year too early as they're, they're going to be the best team in baseball, not just this year, but the next 10 years to come, and I hate it. The Braves are going to have a dynasty unlike any other Ever, for the next decade. All time. It's going to be boring. Incredibly boring. The Braves are going to go from the good guys to the bad guys real fast. So fast. They're going to hate them. We're going to get sick of them. I hate the Braves. They're going to be the Taylor Swift of baseball. They're so incredibly. Charming in the beginning, and now everyone just hates them. Super cute, and then all of a sudden, just banger after banger. Talking about music. Yes. Talking 100% about music. Hey, Marie. Yes. NFC. After we sit down with Danny Gonzalez, let's step away to make he's sure he's a cowboy fan. On the dots, Danny, coach, coach, yes, he's a cowboy fan. You can ask him. Fan. Of course, you he can is. ask him. Him and his friend Alejandro Alejandres are also cowboy fans. So stupid, Amory. Don't be afraid to laugh on air. I'm very funny. It's two men on ninety five point nine FM and AM six ten, the home of Thursday, Sunday, and Monday night football on the Sports Animal. The- Welcome back to the program. The boys are live from ABQX. It's a throwing Thursday on a Wednesday, but come on Thursday. That's when you get the deal. 750 off. Everyone knows the deal. Sports Animal has a hotline. Joining us on that hotline, head coach of your New Mexico Lobo football team, one Danny Gonzalez. Welcome, yeah. coach. What's going on, guys? How are you guys doing? Uh, well, we're enjoying our time here at ABQX. We're having a lot of laughs, and we're excited to have you on the program back from the road trip. How was Brandon Ortega on the first road trip? Did he need, like, a car seat? Were you guys able to get him in and out of College Station easily? You know, Brandon. Brandon's a rock star. Uh, he did a great job. I mean, he's got his camera <laughs> on him. He's filming the time we get off the bus. He's filming on the plane. I mean, 
it's amazing what he's been doing for our program, all the cool stuff that we're putting out. Uh, he did a great job. Did not need a car seat. Uh, he might have been – the flight was a little bumpy when we landed there. I think he got a little nervous. But outside of that, I thought he was great. He, uh, all of his mic'd up stuff was very, very good sure. during the offseason. Very good. Very entertaining, I'll tell you that. Some of our kids have character, have personality. Some of them are duds, I mean, on the microphone. So uh, he's doing a good job. I mean, he, he doesn't always get the easiest ones to work with. But now, he's choosing them, so that's his fault on some of them. Coach, let's let's talk about that trip. Uh, almost a hundred thousand people in attendance, yelling for the home team. What what was it like from your view? Or were, were you just have your normal laser focus, or were you able to look at some of these guys in this moment? You know, it's a uh, it's, it's a great opportunity for our football team to see some of the traditions of college football. I mean, that's as that's as cool a place as you're going to play a game to. I mean, they have 93,000 season ticket holders. That's just absurd in itself. Crazy. I mean, the town is only 120,000 people to begin with. So they come from Houston. They come from San Antonio. They come from Dallas. I mean, there's avenues all over the place. Uh, the first, when the intro, when they run out and when we run out, obviously when we run out, they, uh, they boo us like you wouldn't imagine. And then they hold their hands and they put their arms on each other and they start swaying back and forth. That's something special in itself. I mean, you're standing on the field as a coach and a team, and when they're swaying back and forth, you can actually feel the ground vibrating. I mean, it, it is something really wild. Uh, I thought the first drive, our offense did a great job moving the ball down in 10 plays, 40 yards, got in their territory, started threatening to score. And on third down, uh, it was really, really loud in there. So it was a great experience for our football team. It's one of those places that everybody should be able to see one time. We watched the opening kickoff. We watched the final whistle. Uh, obviously the score, which was on the board, everyone saw. How did you feel like it went off the field, though, Coach? Was was the team there? Was was it was the travel what you expected? Was the camaraderie there? Does this team know what playing an away football game feels like now? Oh, you know what? It, it, absolutely. I mean, I thought the, the focus was really good. I thought the trip down there was good. We went over there on Friday night and checked out the facility, checked out the locker room. Uh, I thought they were excited and ready to play. We had said it during the week. Our game plan was to take as much time as we could on offense and, and methodically move the ball, stay ahead of the sticks, and try and convert some third downs and keep the ball away from them, and then not give up big plays on defense. And obviously in the secondary, we gave up big plays. And it was early on the game was competitive. I mean, it was 14-0. Uh, we come down after a in terrible kickoff return and go 88 yards for a touchdown to make it 14-7 and have a chance yeah. at third and nine. To get off the field and stay the game competitive didn't make the play, and so it came down to it comes down to those four or five plays in every game, and and we didn't make that play, and then it got out of control with a couple of big plays. You know, obviously, coach, you prepare to win the game, but you had the daunting task of going up against one of the best programs in all of college football. Beyond the final score, do you feel like you checked off all those boxes? You got a good read on your team, and you're ready to move forward. Oh, absolutely. The most exciting thing about our team, I mean, regardless of the score, uh, they competed their tails off until the very end. I mean, the, sure. the last PAT that they, the last field goal they kicked, we got seven uh, A&M Aggies on their back. I mean, our field goal team was coming that hard to try and block it in a game that was already decided. So they've got the right attitude. Uh, effort won't be an issue. Now we just got to execute, change uh, some of the techniques that we screwed up, just fine-tune them, and uh, we have a chance to be a really competitive, good football team. We're looking forward to the next one that is this upcoming 
Saturday. Tennessee Tech comes to town. If you haven't been to a Lobo game in a minute at University Stadium, handful of changes down there at the stadium. They got the new lighting stuff going on. Obviously, everything's basically cashless as far as parking. Uh, be prepared to go, but Dalbertson's Howl Zone is going to be a lot of fun. Get down there if you want to be a part of the big celebration. How are you excited are you for this team to put on cherry in front of the home fans, Coach? Oh, I've been excited for a long time. I think I talked about it in early May uh, when we talked about one of our recruiting uh, classes and some of the new guys, how great it is for our fans to have an opportunity to see us. Um, we've got a lot of new things going on here. We've got new lights. We've got a bunch of new uh, – the Levy's food and the concessions is going to be awesome. They've been serving some of that mm-hmm. at the press conferences. Uh, we've got some new banners outside representing Brian Erlacher and Terrence Mathis and all of our – uh, some of our prestigious alum. I mean, there's a lot of really cool things that people will get to experience on Saturday. And the Howl Zone, uh, we're trying to, we've got an on the field DJ. So it's going to be a really, really cool game atmosphere. It's a family friendly fan, van, free area, opens up like three and a half hours before the yeah. game. Uh, food, beverages, Bubba's 33 does free samples from Albertsons. Uh, it's just kind of chock full of like reasons to be there. So if you're going to get early, bring the fam, go down and hang out. you got to babysit for someone on a Saturday, bring those kiddos down. This is sure. the place to be. Wear them out. Exactly Coach, what did you learn from your quarterback of, this past game? Some... Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead, Danny. I was say, there's, there's going to be a lot of fun entertaining, and once you uh, go through the tailgate and all that stuff, come on in and enjoy a great football game. Coach, what would you learn from your quarterback this past match, and what do you expect to see from him coming up on Saturday? Well, I think everybody saw how precise Dylan can be with the football. I mean, we converted some third downs where he put the ball where only our receivers could get it. We had nine different receivers catch the football. I mean, I think we, we showed that between D.J. Washington, Jeremiah Hickson, Luke Weissong, Andrew Erickson, Caleb Medford, Deuce Jones, we've got some guys that can go and get the football, uh, which makes it a lot harder to defend. Uh, I think there's some opportunities for Dylan, and I thought the offensive line did a great job keeping Dylan on his feet for the most part. So Dylan's got a great arm. Uh, I think there's a lot of excitement to see him compete Saturday and then as we go forward in the season in our league. Danny, how bonkers did you go for that pass interference no call in the end zone against DJ? They didn't put the camera on you. I was pretty disappointed. <laughs> well, I, I let David Smith know that I was not happy with that call. Uh and you know what? If, if they're going to call it both ways, I've got no problem with it. I just didn't feel that they were calling it the same at both ends. And so I thought they were all over DJ on the very first third down that we threw back shoulder. I thought they were all over him on the end zone throw. That would have gave us the lead uh, early in the game. Uh, but you know what? When you go into SEC territory and you're playing a top 25 team, you've got to make your own breaks. You can't rely on those guys to help you out because they're not going to. The game is 6 p.m. this Saturday. You can obviously catch it on KKOB if you're listening from afar. Heck, if you're listening in the stadium, you can catch it on KKOB. It's on the Mountain West Network. Uh, Tell me if I'm wrong here, Coach. I think the biggest improvement for a college football team is made between week one and two. If you don't agree with that, you tell me you don't agree with that. But are we going to see significant improvement from what happened last week with your team this upcoming Saturday? Oh, I, I agree with that statement, Fred. I mean, I say that all the time. I think that is a huge opportunity between the first game against somebody else and the second game. Uh, Obviously, the team that we're playing this week is not Texas A&M and it's not in College Station. Uh, Tennessee Tech come come in here with the belief (laughs) that they can beat us. 
They'll come in with a great attitude. So we've got to execute uh, better than we did last Saturday, obviously, and it comes down to the same thing. Uh, we got to be good on offense. we got to correct the mistakes that gave up big plays on defense, and if we can do that, it'll be a fun evening. Coach, how's the family? No, uh, my wife is a rock star. Uh, my four kids are, are unbelievable. Um, the support that they give going through, I mean, my oldest son's an electrician here in town. He's at every single Lobo Talk, Lobo game. He'll be on the sideline. Uh, my girls are, are uh, they wear red through and through. Uh, my wife, though, I mean, she takes care of our football players. But more importantly, she takes care of me. I mean, she's uh, unbelievable. Uh, she is definitely the first lady of Lobo football, and she deserves that uh, title. Uh, everything she does for our program, for our community, uh, I am very blessed with the family that I have, and we're all doing great. I appreciate you asking, Fred. Love that. How's the new OC settling in? He's at mid-season form yet? Well, I think he was at mid-season form in August. I mean, uh, Bryant does a great job. I thought our communication for game one was really, really good. Uh, he's got an aggressive mindset. He wants to play complimentary football. I and mean, I told him uh, when we go going into the Texas A&M game, I mean, our best opportunity to be successful was, like I said, take care of the ball, don't turn it over. Uh, we only had one turnover on the night. It was a bad throw by Dylan where he learned from it. And then not give up big plays. Obviously, uh, we didn't do that to the full extent to give us a chance to stay in the game. But he was right on par. He's like, Coach, we're going to run this thing down. We had to burn a couple timeouts early for some coaching errors that we've gotten fixed. And, won't have that issue this week. Uh, I thought it was really, really good operational procedural between the two of us for our first game. Finish this sentence for me, Coach. Danny Gonzalez does this to ensure a Lobo win this weekend. Uh, coaches our kids the right way to give them the best chance to be successful. Now, I say this all the time. Players win games. Uh, coaches don't. Coaches can screw them up. So, coaches have to do the right thing. We've got good scheme on both sides of the ball great opportunity to go out there and be successful if we put them in the right position now it's up to them to go out there and make plays if they don't make those plays it's our fault not theirs so uh our football team is excited to have this opportunity in front of our home fans uh it's indigenous heritage day which will have some turquoise accents on our uniform that we don't typically have so there's a lot of cool things happening at the stadium and it's a great opportunity to come and watch our local football team compete and continue to get better and get some excitement before our next game and then the UMass and then conference. Finish this sentence for me, Coach. Mike McCarthy does this this weekend to ensure a Cowboys win. (laughs) (laughs) You know, just like I said, let the the players play. I mean, I think they did a really good job getting Terrence Steele, even though he's coming off the ACL injury, to that $80 or whatever dollar contract. I mean, Zach Martin in the middle, getting him tied up. Those guys are the ones that are most important in order for Dak to be successful. Um, if, if they can – I mean, they're going to be good on defense. If we can not turn the ball over, uh, the Cowboys will have a lot of success this season. That's been, that's been Dak's Achilles heel. Uh, he's got a lot to prove to a lot of people that that's not who he is, so I'm excited to watch him do it. All right, Coach, you with me on this one? Dak Prescott for Mike Evans, straight up, hand the keys to the Porsche to Cooper Rush. I got no problem. I mean, Cooper Rush was 4-1 last year, so I mean, <laughs> the, the bottom line is it's about winning football games. And that dude won football games with the opportunity he was given. Uh, Kellen Moore did a great job with Cooper Rush last year, and uh, hopefully Mike McCarthy will take over the play calling and continue to put the Cowboys in 
and opportunities to be successful. Anything we missed, Coach, before we cut you loose? No, I mean, you guys you guys do a great job. I mean, you are, are all over the city, whether it's a top golf. Uh, I mean, all the things that you guys do is very appreciated from our community. Uh, continue to talk about the Lobos because I'm excited about this football team. I'm excited about what we're going to be talking about in Same. November and what we're going to prepare for in December and all those good things. So I appreciate your support. Go Lobos. Appreciate you having me on, guys. Thank you, Coach Gonzalez. That's a good dude right there. That is a good dude right there. You ever, I've been around a lot of this stuff. And, like, I think the fleeting thought I'll leave you with is, you ever see someone so, like, entwined into a community? You know what I mean? Like, if it's him or if it's his family or, what you know, what he has the players do. We talked about this. I think we talked about it a lot last year. They helped us, like, relocate Locker 505 sure. like, from one part of the city to the other. They and again, personal experience, I have known head football coach of, of state and state university schools whose wives only hang out at the spa and only go to the gym. You right. know what I mean? And that is, that is not Coach Gonzalez and his family. These are Albuquerqueans coaching Albuquerque's team. These are New Mexicans coaching New Mexico's team. And, uh, yeah, just super proud and impressed by they. I, I agree completely. This is a big Coach G house here on two men on on the sports animal i love everything he does for the community you know a lot of a lot of coaches of his stature like they they got somebody to fill out their schedule and to make community visits but he does it out of the kindness of his heart because he loves albuquerque and he loves his community well no offense to what i'm about to name but it's not the dance squad sure you know what i mean it's going out and doing that thing going out and making sure it happens and i just uh i don't know just overall i'm Incredibly impressed all the time by he and in that program. So we'll come, uh, we'll step away. We'll come back a little bit of NFC talk, and then we'll 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 meet up with Josh Sushan and we'll be done doing radio today. How about that? How crazy! Hey hey, two men on right here on ninety five point nine FM and AM six ten. The Sports Animal. Boys are wrapping it up here. The Albuquerque Duke Store. We're not at the Duke Store. We're at ABQ Axe. We're at Duke Store tomorrow, man. Duke Store tomorrow. Big Piazza release. Oh, you talking about Mike Piazza? I am. We effort getting Mike Piazza on the show for tomorrow, so that remains to be seen. Be kind of a cool thing if you made Stay it. Stay tuned. Be kind of a cool thing. I have a lot of questions. Uh, what? Mostly about is this natural curls or perm? I think is what I'm. That's I'm going to lead with. Not the one you lead with. It's, oh, really? No, it's obviously, it's obviously not. It's the question that everyone's asking. Yeah. Here's the question. Is it, how often do you get uh, confused with Tom Pagnazzi? I think that's almost offensive. That is not all Italians look the same, Fred. He's just a really good catcher for the Cardinals. <laughs> Played at the same time. Guys, we don't have enough time to do our NFC preview, so we're going to do it tomorrow. We're gonna that's do a it good tomorrow. idea. We, this is what happens. This Fine. is, I mean, because it deserves more. Fine. Yeah, it does. We can't just blow through it like that. No. We'll still have time. Yeah. We already did the AFC. Me and A. Marie are 100% right. That is exactly how the season's going to play out. Absolutely. You don't need to watch or listen to a second. Just fast forward, <laughs> cash your checks. And it's going to be such a short show tomorrow. What's just tomorrow? Football starts. We're oh, done at 5 30 right on, on the sports, sports animal. animal. We're done at 5.30 tomorrow? Mm-hmm. Yes. 
It's all football and Piazza talk tomorrow. What the what? Yeah. We're done at 5:30? Mhm. And then it's NFL football? That's yes. barely enough time to talk NFC East. And then after that, it's Isotopes baseball, but that's not here. It's over on the pit. Isotopes baseball. 94.5 the pit? Yeah. KTBL? Football. All right, we need to figure out our 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 schedule. We need to figure out our football schedule. Monday, we're at Howie's. Mm-hmm. The place to be. I would like to never be in the studio again. Okay. Mondays are taken. <laughs> Tuesdays, also snatched up. Yeah, Wednesdays are gone. Wednesdays are gone. Thursdays, we're only out until 5.30. Who wants us to bother them until 5.30 on um, Thursday? And I Mondays. Fr- I got some friends in mind. And Mondays, we're only out until 5.30. But we already well, have Monday's we're, taken. We're yeah, Monday's taken. Page. Oh, yeah, duh. to be in Albuquerque, Figure of course. What's up with Fridays? We're about to lose Isotopes baseball. I wouldn't say lose, because we'll never lose Isotopes baseball. I mean, they're just so near and dear to our heart here on the sports animal. Our commitment. But their season's in. Yeah. Fridays, we, we need. We can't just force them to keep playing, as far as I know. We should spotlight a lot more on Fridays high school athletics. Good idea. That's a good move. Wow, great idea. Good football, good basketball. There's this whole weird thing that happened in Cleveland the other day where they had an ineligible like player and they had to cancel games. That's a bummer. That's a bummer, man. Yeah. A lot of Lobo talk. Was a kid like 30 or something? I assume he was 30. Yeah, 30-year-old kid. Do we do, Are we doing Cherry Friday this Friday? I believe so. We're, and we're oh, like nice. Cherry Fridays? We're, t- we're like hecka popular. Amory, they're going to ask you to do one once we do a couple. They already asked me. Once, Avery, they, once they get sick of us. They've already asked me. And you said no because we're no, going to be actually, there. I actually, and you don't go in public with Van and Fred. Oh, I no, I'm going by myself. What? Why? <laughs> we can carpool. Who are you going to talk to? What Have do you, you mean? A, I, I did two of them last Prius? year by myself. Well, yeah, but that's before you had us. Okay. We're the business. Okay. We are, we are the party. We're the party. Okay. That is a nickname that Fred gave to himself a long time ago. My, Fred the party slow. My actual nephew, who's 20 years old, when he was 10 years old, told me that his nickname at school was the party, and I was very proud of him for That's that. pretty awesome. Republican, Democratic, Green? The. Uh, yeah. Are we going to celebrate my birthday tomorrow, Anybody too? We- because my birthday is Saturday, and I won't be here. No, no, you're leaving. No, we don't care. No. Yeah. If you're going to hang out here. Yeah, that would be a thing. At beautiful city of Albuquerque, New Mexico. No, you're leaving. Yeah, if we were going like, because tomorrow night me and Van are going, we're going out with with Ryan LaVarnway. Yeah. Ryan LaVarnway's in town. Celebrating nice. his birthday. Yeah, he's nice. broadcasting for the Ice yeah. Nice. <laughs> I don't even know when his birthday yeah, is. We're going to celebrate his birthday. With we're, Ryan. We're not going to tell Ryan that Amory's going to meet us. For a drinky do, she'll say no. She'll say no, no, no. no. It's football no. tomorrow. That's what she does. I have a plan tomorrow. Even with friend of the show Ryan Lavarnway there. Yes. Yeah, your plan is to get off work and watch football. I Correct. don't watch football on Thursdays. I do. I'll watch. That should be a surprise one. to you. The first one. You watch the first. One. Of course, you watch the first one. I don't watch the first one. Do you want to do it together? Like, what's our vision? We'll figure it out. Amory, you want to watch the first football game with us tomorrow? No. Say it. Just say it. (laughs) We got to talk to Josh Sushan.
Oh, you promise? Yes. The Boise here, Albuquerque Isotopes. Tomorrow, partner of Ryan LaVarnway joins us whenever we get back. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The home of NFL football on Thursdays, Sundays, and Monday nights. That's all the nights. Sports Animal.